What's going on, guys? Welcome to the first episode of the Luke Smith Nutrition Podcast. I really appreciate you being here, and I'm excited to start this new journey of podcasting and using this platform to expand on topics and concepts that require a little bit more context and discussion than just posting a photo and caption on my social media pages. And going forward, most of the episodes will be just me talking about larger topics, breaking down different concepts, and likely doing some Q&As as well. But I'm also excited to bring on some guests, specifically guests that specialize in certain topics that require a more open and educational conversation to help us better understand those topics and also give you some good takeaways from some of those complex thoughts. But today I want to talk about diet culture. And this is a topic that I feel passionate about because it's something that actually influenced my decision to leave my full-time job and kind of go on my own and start my own business working in the online nutrition and fitness space. So as we get into this podcast, I think it's important to define diet culture to just help you better understand what it actually is. And this topic is something that I talk about a lot on my social media because one thing that I focus on as a coach is helping people break free from those self-imposed food restrictions and negative thoughts around particular foods that a lot of people tend to turn to when working towards their own body composition goals or whatever fitness goals that they're working on. But you might be thinking like, what the heck is diet culture? And I honestly don't know if there's an exact definition, but for me, I think of diet culture as society's vision and expectation of like this perfect healthy body or the typical beautiful person without any imperfections and as i say this i'm actually looking up to see if there is a definition on diet culture so bear with me for a sec so uh ucsd defines diet culture as a set of beliefs that values thinness appearance and shape above health and well-being which I like that definition too, but it's, it's essentially this concept that normalizes extremely low calorie intake, labels certain foods as good or bad, depending on what diet you're choosing to follow. It also kind of contributes to this negative self-talk and constant shit talking to yourself when you in inevitably kind of deviate away from that diet or exercise protocol that's super rigid and oftentimes has a timeline to it. And as we look back, like the past couple decades, diet culture, it does change over time. And it can go from the skinny fad to the tone fad to the curvy fad to the muscular fad. And we've, you know, I'm willing to bet we've all seen this progress over time, um, especially nowadays. I mean, diet culture is obviously more prevalent <laughs> with the help of social media, with magazines, of course, the internet and everything that we're exposed to. But diet culture is really what we see in the media. You know, it's what we hear from family, from our friends, from coworkers, and even your peers. And it's that, it's that constant pressure that you feel to look a certain way or to be thin or to be muscular, or to be curvy or quote unquote fit or lean. You know, it's, it's this persistent feeling of not being enough and always working for something more and not being happy with your current progress or with the way your body looks right now. But it's these insecurities that make people go to the extreme through dieting and exercising to achieve that ideal body image. And it sucks because so many people fall victim to it. And that's really 
why we're talking about this today because it's an issue and it's something that people aren't really aware of. And more often than not, diet culture is dictating the goals that you set for yourself, the food choices that you make, uh, the influence, I guess, of your thoughts and emotions that you know we feel when we're on our health journey. And I guess the next question that we can ask is, how are we like individually impacted by diet culture? And what does that even look like in our own life? Because everybody does experience this a little bit differently. And when I said diet culture is an issue, it's, it's the reason why so many people, especially girls, well, let me backtrack a sec. I, I say girls not to discredit anything that guys deal with because I can also argue that dudes face similar mental health problems and body image problems and have these societal pressures that we feel that we need to live up to. So this is not a who has it worse debate, but I mentioned girls earlier because they're marketed to more and they also have these unrealistic societal pressures that are put on them at an extremely young age. And it's really our girls that tend to have the body image issues that contribute to the disordered eating patterns or at worst leading to full on eating disorders um, or developing this just really terrible, unhealthy relationship with their mind and with their body. And the frustrating part about diet culture is that it's not even about health or being healthy. It's about reaching an image or, or a look and, and people are spending so much time and effort towards achieving that look through extreme dieting and exercising and through just gathering literally any nutrition or fitness related information. And oftentimes people turn to the internet or turn to unqualified professionals or influencers or celebrities to find out what to do and how to achieve that look, right? Because those are oftentimes the people that we're looking up to. So the problem is, is, is we have a lot of people that are actually harming themselves, both physically and mentally, which turns to people putting themselves down, you know, feeling less than or feeling inadequate and, and always feeling this need to look a certain way. And this all stems from people looking at other people, which leads to that comparison game, which, you know, leads to those constant negative thoughts like, dang, I wish my body looked like that, or I'm not beautiful, or I'm not worthy of, you know, insert any self-deprecating statement that people say and think about themselves. It's it's just so sad to see. And I, I truly believe it's something that everybody deals with at some point in their life. But I want to make it clear that we are not defined by how our body looks, or how much muscle or fat we have, or what our body fat percentage is, or by the imperfections that we seem to always point out in the mirror when we wake up every morning or get out of the shower or before we go to bed or, or when we're looking at ourselves in the gym, we're really defined by our character and, and how we treat other people. And, and more importantly, how we treat ourselves. And diet culture tends to, <laughs> to really challenge those thoughts and beliefs and it, it really makes you second guess your worth. And it should just never be that way. So Again, diet culture causes people to go to kind of these extremes with their dieting and it it just makes people have a really unhealthy relationship with their food, which is when you see people labeling food as either good or bad or healthy or unhealthy or clean or dirty, which again, makes people feel guilty for eating certain foods, especially foods that you love, right? Because a lot of those foods that we deem unhealthy are foods that we eat with our friends, you know, and we eat at our mom's house and we have our dessert um, or we have our social drinks with our friends. Like a lot of the foods that we label as bad are, are 
the ones that we enjoy the most. When in reality, people should be looking at food as fuel, you know, that helps our body move and thrive and, and feel good. And yes, there are foods that have more nutrients and vitamins and minerals and fiber and antioxidants and other things that can benefit our health. And yeah, there, there are certain ingredients or chemicals that we don't need to put into our body or that we should definitely eat in moderation, but food is meant to fuel us and it's meant for us to enjoy it. And it's not meant to have this negative connotation attached to it or to cause us feeling like this sense of guilt around it. So it, at the end of the day, we have to fight back against diet culture, right? Like our, our bodies fight for us every single day. And the body that we're in now is the only one that we'll ever have. So there's literally no reasons to hate the body that we're in right now. And when we talk about like breaking up with diet culture, separating ourselves from diet culture, it's kind of what you probably see a lot of people promoting on social media, myself included at times. But why it can be so difficult to separate from diet culture is, well, I mean, part of the problem is we're not taught at a young age, like how to love ourselves, nor do we understand how amazing our body actually is. And we're constantly fed this idea that we need to look different, right? Whether that's from social media or the internet or, or God forbid from your own family or friends, which it happens. I feel like a lot of people grow up feeling inadequate, um, which makes it difficult to have a positive body image, especially as we progress through the younger years of our life. But that Momentum carries with us into our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. So I guess the other complexity of it is a lot of people are barely even taught any proper nutrition or basic nutrition principles at a young age. And a lot of the nutrition information that we get is often secondhand from other people or Netflix documentaries or individuals who aren't really qualified to give out nutrition education in the first place. And an example that I see so often is, is, for example, somebody who grew up in a household where mom or dad has always been on a diet, talking about going on a diet or having this negative self-talk and their own body image issues. And that child who grows up in that environment often grows to be this adult who also struggles with those same issues because that's, that's just what they were taught and that's all they know. And the information that they see on social media just confirms that. And they're exposed to that over and over and over again. So when it comes to breaking away from diet culture, like, man, it's tough. It, it's just not simple at all. But what I want you to understand that health is not necessarily something that you can see. And optimal health is, it's an accumulation of things that are actually going on inside your body and what's going on inside your mind. And again, this topic isn't something that's necessarily talked about or taught, but it is learned. And as much as, you know, we can learn about diet culture, we can unlearn the same amount as well. So with that being said, like we get to choose our own goals. We get to choose our own version of happiness we get to choose, you know, the the story, the narrative that we're telling ourselves or, or we get to choose how we love ourselves. But we have to start by challenging the previous thoughts and beliefs that we've been telling ourselves for so damn long. We have to ask ourselves, like, are we working towards a goal that we made for ourselves or are we working towards a goal that diet culture or society or Instagram has secretly set for us? And once we do that, that's when we really start to see change happen. 
And that's really what I want you to remember. You know, it all starts with you and you will always have control over that if, if you choose it. But it definitely takes a ton of practice, you know, and a ton of self-awareness. And sometimes, sometimes it just takes working with the right people as well and surrounding yourself with the right people as well. But man, I swear, social media, it's a blessing and a curse all at the same time. You know, I've, I feel like it can absolutely destroy your self-worth and confidence, but at the same time, it could also be a place that enlightens you and can allow you to grow. But the choice is really yours in, you know, what you choose to consume. And my suggestion, I actually made a social media post about this a few weeks ago. I think it was called like how to make Instagram less depressing. But my advice would be go and unfollow those people who don't serve you. Unfollow the things and the accounts that tear you down and follow more people in the accounts that help build you up and reinforce the decisions that you're making for yourself. And this applies to all things besides social media as well, right? Surround yourself with people who care about you and who love you for who you are, not what you look like. You know, don't let negative opinions of others bring you down either. Just continue focusing on the positive thoughts and at the same time, acknowledging the negative thoughts as they come through. But you know, just letting him go because you know damn well that that negativity isn't serving you. And as I wrap up this rant, I guess I, uh, I also want to mention that there's really nothing wrong with having a goal or having a goal body. But we always have to realize that, you know, the people who we get our ideas from or our inspiration from, we really have no idea how they got their body. And a lot of times the people online that we look up to might have gone through some form of their own extreme dieting or use steroids or is using Photoshop and has the perfect lighting when posting their pictures or videos. Or, you know, maybe they've been working on their body for a couple of years, five years, even 10 years, because in reality, like that can be how long it takes to look like those shredded people that we're constantly seeing on TikTok or on our Instagram discover page. The point I'm driving at is that you have to learn to love and accept yourself before you get to your specific goal. Because if you don't, if it's not out of a place of love and acceptance, like nothing will ever be good enough. You know, I, I believe that and it can be really hard, but always be grateful for what you have now, you know, and what you have going for you and the opportunity that you have to better yourself every single day. And really just circling this back around to diet culture like in order to beat diet culture we have to work together you know we have to we have to change how we look at ourselves and we have to change how we look at others and we have to acknowledge where we're at where we want to go and also acknowledge the trade-offs required to get to where we want to be if you made it this far into the episode <laughs> thank you again for listening today um, I, I really hope this helps and again this is this is something I'm passionate about and it's a topic that we really need to have more conversations about because a lot of our frustrations around diet and exercise and our lack of progress really stem from diet culture and the influence that it has kind of throughout our life I appreciate you being here um, Again, my first episode, I'm really looking forward to more episodes in the future, but we are going to conclude this episode for today. And until next time, I always want you to remember to eat with a purpose, train with intention and think with confidence as you work towards your own nutrition and fitness goals. All right. Hope you have a great one. Talk soon. 
Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you found value and enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media. If you do, make sure you tag me so I can say thanks. Or if you're on iTunes, scrolling down and leaving a five-star review would be much appreciated. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can always find me on Instagram at LukeSmithRD. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.